How's it going, everybody? Here to do my review for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse Madness. Uh, as usual, this is going to be spoiler-free first, and then spoiler thoughts after. You know, I was really toying with, on the way home from the theater, whether or not to split this into two parts. Because this is really a movie I don't think anyone should have spoiled. But as I got closer to home, I realized... It would, they really, they would be very short podcasts. So I'm just going to do it together like I always do. So I'm just going to trust that if you're listening to this and you haven't seen the movie yet, don't go past the spoiler section. Do not... Do not let this be spoiled for you. Alright. Spoiler free. Here are my thoughts. Safe zone. This is the safe zone. I love this movie. Um, in fact, I just marked it on my Letterboxd. In case you guys don't know, I have a Letterboxd if you want to follow it. It's just Bishu89 on there. Um, I put it as my number one movie of this year. Because I think it is. I put it over the Batman. Which I'm even kind of surprised that I did it sitting here. And my reasoning for it. I mean I want to talk about Doctor Strange. Not the Batman. But I just want to say my reasoning for it. Is rewatchability factor. The Batman is a movie that is an event. It's almost three hours long. You know you really have to be in the mood for that kind of a movie. To sit down and watch Doctor Strange. And the Multiverse of Madness is a hell of a lot of fun. And, like, I've been thinking about it ever since I left the theater. And even once I, since I got home. Because I've been home for almost an hour now. This is not me recording it right when I got home. Uh, as, as, as I usually do. Just because I've been really mulling this over. This is one of the most me, me... Like, one of those me... MCU movies that they put out, you know, um, like if you know me as a person, if you're one of my friends in my personal life, things like that, you know, you know the kind of things that I enjoy, and I feel like if you've listened to my podcast long enough, you might have a good sense of that, um, possibly, but this is, I just felt like this movie was made for me, I loved this movie. Um, uh, and I say that without giving any specifics or any spoilers, but I say that not because I'm that big of a fan of Doctor Strange, which I am, but I got so emotionally connected to WandaVision when that aired on, on uh, Disney Plus. And, you know, Wanda going through her grief... And dealing with what she was dealing with in that. I was going through grief of my own at the same time. And so for whatever reason, it just was out at the perfect time in the universe for me. And I just got really connected to her story. And, you know, I mean, of course, even before WandaVision, I loved her as the character. Didn't think they really did much with her up until that point. But I loved her. And then WandaVision comes out and I'm like, holy shit. She just... 
I love her. And so knowing that this movie is a continuation of that. And again, I don't want to go into specifics yet, no spoilers, but just know that if you are a fan of WandaVision, if you're a fan of what they've done with Doctor Strange and Wanda up until this point, you, at least that part of the movie, story-wise, I think you will love. Where it gets a little bit tricky, and this is what I want to tell to everyone before we get into spoilers, is this. This movie is not going to be for everyone. And I want to say that as plain as day. Do not feel bad if you walk out of this movie going, Huh, that wasn't for me. Huh, I didn't really like that. It is very stylized. It is very Sam Raimi. Um, And by Sam Raimi, I don't mean Spider-Man Sam Raimi. I mean pre-Spider-Man Sam Raimi. Horror, Ash vs. Ash... The Evil Dead type Sam Raimi. We're talking out there. This is the most out there I have seen the MCU get yet. Hands down. Hands down. And it is brilliant. Is it perfect? No. Which is why I didn't give it a 10 out of 10. But I gave it an 8 out of 10. So that's my score. So everybody knows my score now. So my overall thoughts for this movie is it's definitely worth seeing in the theater. Don't let it be spoiled for you. There are two post-credit scenes. And if you're not going to be going on multiple viewings, I would say stick around for both. Um, I don't want to spoil what the second one is. The second, but... The second one doesn't have to do with story. So if for whatever reason you're not able to stay for it and you need to leave or or whatever, you can watch it when it comes on Disney Plus or when you buy it or whatever. Uh, The first one, though, you need to watch. The first one is story-related and you need to stay for it. But the second one, it's a callback to something earlier in the film. But, oh my god, I fucking loved it. I loved it. And I'm glad I stayed for it, personally. But, um... The thing everybody needs to know is this movie moves at breakneck speed. There is no time for bathroom breaks. There's no time for snack refills. So know that going in. Um, the second the intro stops, bump, 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 bump. The second that ends, it drops you in, and it is action, 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 until the very end of the movie. I just want to put that out there. So use that knowledge as you see fit. Um, Also, as a side note, I know this isn't talking about Doctor Strange, but for me at my theater, the Avatar 2 trailer was the last trailer that was shown. I know not all theaters probably do the same thing, but I imagine a lot of theaters will do that. My theater that I go to is a Cinemark, so if you go to a Cinemark, maybe it's a Cinemark-wide thing, um, I also saw it in XD. I did not see it in XD 3D, though. I just saw a regular XD. Uh, but I will be seeing it in 3D as well. Um, at some point. Because I want to see the Avatar 2 trailer in 3D. Because, whole holy shit, I'm going to make another podcast about that. Maybe. Um, so there's that. 
so yeah, that is my non-spoiler thoughts about Doctor Strange. Here's your warning. 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 Spoilers ahead. Spoilers ahead. No, if you keep listening, you are gonna have this movie spoiled for you. Please don't. This is for people who want to know my thoughts, who, you know, have seen the movie. So, all that said, goodbye, everyone else. Here we go. Last warning. All right. Here we are. Spoilers. So to continue my thoughts um, with everything with Wanda, I want to start there because I really want to talk about this. I was so shocked by the end of the movie that I couldn't even get emotional because I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I was so blown away by... Elizabeth Olsen's performance I love seeing her go full bad you know and the whole time I was wrestling with myself I mean I was even having an inner dialogue conversation with myself as the movie was going on like do I root for her because she is the villain in this movie but I understand where she's coming from and I know why she's doing everything that she's doing and when it gets to the point where she sacrifices herself I couldn't believe that that's it um and I don't know whether to believe that, that that's really how she dies I mean obviously I don't think anyone's going to survive being crushed to death like that but I you know um, to see, but assuming it is her death and she's gone, to see her growth from Age of Ultron to Civil War to Infinity War and Endgame to WandaVision and now this. Bravo. Bravo. This, she is. If not in my top five, for sure in my top ten favorite characters. After seeing her whole arc. And I really hope they are able to bring her back some way. Even if it's like an alternate version. Even if it's not our Wanda. I hope we get to see her as the character again someday. Because she plays this role flawlessly. And I wouldn't throw that word around lightly. Flawlessly. She plays this character. It looks effortless um I just yeah I'm sad to see her go you know um but damn her arc in this movie is a million bucks a million million bucks and honestly if we're gonna be honest I actually kind of think she takes center stage in this movie. And I know the movie was called Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. But I think as much as we're thinking this is a Doctor Strange sequel. I think this is like a throwback to like older films. You know, like, you know, like, I don't know. Just a throw, I can't think of I can't think of a, an actual movie, but it's like, you know, Marlon Brando in 
blah, 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 you know? I'm also, I'm wondering if, especially with Raimi's style and the way that this movie is filmed, I wonder if it's sort of one of those things. Like, again, like, as much as we're calling it Doctor Strange 2, is it, though? I kind of just feel like this is just the ending of the WandaVision No Way Home arc. You know, I don't know if this is necessarily supposed to be Doctor Strange 2. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. But I just get that feeling like this is like its own kind of thing. Just like how we're getting Armor Wars on Disney Plus. You know, it's not necessarily She-Hulk or Moon Knight. You know, it's, you know, or like WandaVision. You know, WandaVision was its own thing. I'm also, I'm wondering if this is that sort of thing for the first time in the MCU. I could be wrong, but it's just how I feel about it, you know, because because Benedict Cumberbatch is in this movie a lot. I mean, Doctor Strange is in this movie a lot, but he isn't in this movie as much as Wanda. I, once this movie is out of theaters and people are able to dissect it, I would be I am really curious to see how much on screen time he has versus her. Because it feels like and I could be wrong. Maybe he does have more screen time, but it feels like she has more screen time than him. That's the way it feels. And even if I'm wrong, it it feels like she has more impact than he does, though. Um, which is crazy if this is supposed to be a Doctor Strange sequel. Um, but to talk about him a little bit, man, to be able to th- play what, three or four? I mean, really three. Because you have Defender Strange, him, and then we'll call him Evil Strange. Because Zombie Strange is... Defender Strange, just more dead. So, do you count that as four, or is it really just three? But but I, I guess you could say it was four. I guess you could say it was four. But seeing him play four different completely different variants of himself was so fucking cool um master masterful um and he was able to give them all their own different personalities and i believed him like i never felt like our doctor strange was bleeding through in any of it like he's so good like again this is a little bit of a sidetrack but just bear with me. I fell in love with Benedict from the second that I saw BBC Sherlock. If you have not seen that show, go on Netflix, wherever you can find it, watch it. That is my introduction to him as an actor, was Sherlock. And I've been a fan of his ever since. You know, first it was that, then it was... Um, Oh, what was, um, you know, the imitation game and Doctor Strange. And there was a few other things that I'm, 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 I can't remember. But yeah, just love him. Love him, love him, love him. So good in this movie. But I know what you guys all really want me to talk about. It's kind of what I want to talk about, too. Oh, before we get to that, though, um, Marcus Chavez. I didn't know anything about the character before the movie. 
I only know what the movie shows me, showed me now. And I want more. I think she's kind of badass. I think she's pretty cool. So I hope we get more with her. Um. Yeah, I hope we. I hope we get. I hope we get more with her, because she was pretty cool. Um. All right. Now to the meaty stuff. And look, if some of you fuckers, you know that I haven't seen the movie yet, are still here, really, don't let this be spoiled for you. All right. Please, don't let this be spoiled for you. Bro. Those cameos. <laughs> are you, are you kidding me? Bruh. So first, we get an alternate version of Captain Marvel, which she was fucking awesome. We get an alternate version of Mordu, still an asshole, still fucking cool. I love um, Edgefor as that character though. He is amazing, but still fucking an asshole. Just fucking asshole. Um. Bro, we get fucking Black Bolt. They gave us Black Bolt. I thought they wouldn't go near Black Bolt with, like, with a ten-foot pole after fucking Inhumans. But damn, I want that actor back. His presence was dope. Can't wait. I hope we get more with that. Bro, we get fucking uh, Captain Carter. That was dope, and I love Haley Atwell getting to come back and play the role and be a badass. I hope we'll get more of Captain Carter. I really do. I really, 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 really do. Um, even if it's just a TV show, right? You know. Um, I want I want more with her. I want more with her. Um, Professor X. Damn, son. I can't believe that Feige actually convinced Patrick Stewart to play this role one last time. And I'm so glad he did. I'm so glad he did. You know? Um, so now technically we've seen Patrick Stewart play three variations of Xavier because we get the X-Men trilogy we get this Professor X and we get Logan because the thing everybody forgets the Professor X and Logan we get in Logan is not is not quote unquote our Logan and Xavier they're not the same ones from X2 and The Last Stand and X-Men. It's a different variant. But, you know, we're human and we don't care. So we are still emotional and we care because it's still their faces. Um, but that was dope. But man, the number one. The number one. Like... I didn't actually think that it that that it was gonna happen. Fucking John Krasinski is as as dude like as Reed Richards. Um, 
Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. I am borderline pissed off. Um, and this is where I don't like the fact that Kevin Feige and Marvel are so... Well, I should say Marvel Studios is so secretive. Because here's the thing. I legit and it wasn't just because of John Krasinski the way he played Reed in a short amount of time was oh it's perfection that is my Reed Richards that that but I in the pit of my stomach in the pit of my stomach I feel like it was a stunt cast I feel like it was just a cool little Easter egg for fans. See, the other ones, I don't think so. Because Haley Atwell has been in the MCU before. I didn't recognize the actress that played Captain Marvel. But she might be, like, somebody who's done other things. Or, or she might be new, too. I don't know. You know, like, you know, uh, Mordu, he, he was in the original Doctor Strange movie. But Krasinski... kind of feels like a stunt cast but he was so good I don't want somebody else I don't want somebody else and I I really hope like you know there's been rumors going around as to why um, John Watts stepped away from directing Fantastic Four and ooey 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 I hope it's because John Krasinski is directing and he's also coming back as 616 Reed Richards. Oh, please. Oh, please, baby Jesus. I want this more than anything. Um, dude, when Wanda was going in to the, through the Illuminati, wrecking fucking shop, or even the secrets at Comitage, oh, there is so much about this movie that I love. Like, so, so much. Like, yeah. Yeah, I just, I'm, I'm a happy, happy Marvel fan right now. Happy, happy Marvel fan. So, look, that's my review for Doctor Strange. In case you want to recap, I loved this movie. 8 out of 10. And again, if you really are somebody that's stuck it out through my whole thing and you haven't seen the movie yet, bruh. Dude, that in credit scene with Bruce Campbell was fucking hysterical. That, that might be one of my favorite things in a long time. <sighs> Peace out, guys. I'll see you guys in the next podcast. Peace.